following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. It's the semi-annual sale at Mattress Firm. For a limited time, get huge savings of up to $500 on our top-rated mattresses. We have more than 15 beds with over four-star ratings on sale store-wide. Like our fan-favorite Serta Memory Foam Queen mattress, now just $397. You won't find this deal anywhere else. But hurry in, this sale ends Tuesday. Your budget stretches further at Mattress Firm. Restrictions apply. Valid at participating locations only. For offer details, visit mattressfirm.com slash sale. Hi, I'm Eric Kane. And I'm Paul Tassie. This is Overworld. Uh, how you doing, Paul? I'm uh, pretty good. Just getting over being sick, so hopefully my voice doesn't oh. sound too terrible. But <laughs> Yeah, that's exciting, right? In the middle of summer. Yeah, exactly. It's time to be sick. <laughs> Uh, yeah, also a good time to uh, to talk about video games since there's really like no new video games. Yeah, it's at all. Uh, quite quite the news week here in which almost nothing is happening. So we're yeah. we're gonna we're gonna look to the future, I guess, for for today's segment. <laughs> And um, which is, which is good. yeah, so we're going to talk about uh, upcoming shooters that are coming out this fall. Uh, but before we get to that, uh, we just need a quick message from our sponsor here. Um, support for Overworld comes from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Uh, you're confident when it comes to your work and life. Rocket Mortgage gives you that same confidence when it comes to refinancing your existing mortgage or buying a home. It lets you understand all the details so you can be confident that you're getting the right mortgage for you. Go to rocketmortgage.com slash Forbes. And end of ad. <laughs> end of ad. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how to end Begin ad, so I'm just literally going to send say ad, end ad. <laughs> but um, okay, so we're focusing on kind of like the main the main shooters coming out this fall, um, which is the Destiny 2 expansion, Forsaken, Call of Duty Black Ops 4, and Battlefield 5. Or yeah, these Battlefield numbers get confusing. Yes, I had to think about it for a minute. <laughs> I mean, it's same with Black Ops Four. They got the four lines instead of you know the the traditional Roman numeral, and and now they got Battlefield Five, which came out after Battlefield One. Yeah, video game which came out numbering after is becoming IV. like a parody of itself at this point. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, you've got God of War, the new one, which is just called God of War, yeah. just like Doom. Even though like really they they should be God of War Four and Doom Four, but I guess they're getting away from the big number as well. These shoot, I mean. You know, some of these games like in like Final Fantasy where, you know, we're in the, the teens. So yeah, they're still doing is, the teens. These, I mean, I don't know. Final Fantasy, well, I want to say they're more straightforward, but then you have like X2 colon whatever. Yeah. yeah so I guess that's not <laughs> super, yeah. super clear on its own. But all right. Out of these, three, I, yeah, out of these three, which which are you looking forward to the most? I think I know. Well, Call of Duty. <laughs> yes. Call of Duty. Um, because okay, uh, Destiny Two. I've just I'm having a real hard time with. It. <laughs> You're not the um, only one. Destiny. But... <laughs> yeah, it's well. For one thing, all right. Like, I feel like I am just much more of either a solo or competitive player, and much less of a co-op player in general. So, you know, you wrote a post uh, earlier about how strikes are your favorite thing to do in Destiny, and I like strikes, but I'm not a big. St- a co-op guy. I don't have like friends that I play destiny with, so I don't really get into the strikes as much as people who I think have like a, a their own friends to do those fire teams with and stuff. Um, and so I like the campaigns and I like the crucible and I just am getting bored. <laughs> I'm getting bored with destiny, uh, destiny too. I guess it's, I should say there's just, I don't know the latest I played through the campaign and the latest one and it was fine, but it was, short and the the story just feels so 
blah. I don't. I guess know. my question just, is: so I'm, you know, I'm kind of the opposite end. Where I mean, I complain about it all the time, but I'm still a pretty big fan and and player to the point where I'm like counting down the minutes until faction rally starts, uh, <laughs> yeah. and so I can start grinding again. But um. Rally. So what, like, what would it take for you, I guess, to be back into Destiny? Like, what would Forsaken kind of have to bring to the table to make you interested in it? Is there anything it could? Yeah. Do? Uh, okay. Um. Well, variety would be really great. So, like, I'd love to see new enemies, actual new enemies. I, I, I would definitely be interested in some new subclasses so that I could get you know new powers and new playstyles. Have those. I know. I know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and and so, but then a, a good a good story would be really nice. What I'd really like Destiny to become is is to like become more of a Mass Effect game. I want I want an actual story, and I'd like to have some choices, and uh, I'd like to have a character who talks and <laughs> that's too much to ask for. <laughs> it is too much yeah, to ask yeah. for, probably. But I mean, that's what I that's probably what you know. I want. I just want. A good, you know, all that other stuff is like the replayability, right? Strikes and Crucible and all those things. That's replay value, and that's great for, for people who really are going to play this game a lot over time. But, like, for, for a lot of people, I think they and, – and I'm in this group – I want quality – a quality campaign and, and things I can do like interesting patrol stuff uh, and, 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 and good multiplayer – like competitive multiplayer and – um, I don't like the four versus four. I would like to see some six versus six. I don't, I don't know. I, I just, I want, I guess I, I'm probably asking too much. I want Destiny to be a kind of a different game than what it is. <laughs> it's not an Because <laughs> I'm just kind of tired of what we've so, been doing. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, we've been doing the same thing for four and a half years now, right? About four, three and a half. Trying to, three and a half years. Yeah. And, and it's fine. I like the shooting, but I'm feeling... I'm just feeling a little bored by it. And I know like saying, oh, I'm looking forward to Call of Duty more is kind of <laughs> maybe hypocritical because there's a lot of repetitiveness there too. But um, I guess for me, you know, Call of Duty Black Ops 4, it's it's purely multiplayer now. And I, I just enjoy I enjoy the competitive multiplayer in Call of Duty. It can keep me busy for quite a while and then I can move on to something else. Destiny feels like a big commitment, like, and I guess maybe I'm afraid of that commitment because it's such a grind. It is absolutely a big commitment, so <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't begrudge I've you that for sure. But <laughs> <laughs> kind of eats up um, all the rest I, of my I gaming guess, time. So. <laughs> you, you are probably mostly looking forward to, to that, the Forsaken expansion. I yeah. am. Um, I'm also looking forward to Call of Duty, but probably more so Destiny, just because I'm I'm such a big player of that, and I have really gotten back into destiny since Warmind came out where i didn't play pretty much at all between curse of osiris and Warmind, like none uh which is pretty unusual for me especially that close to the release of, of a full game but i have not really stopped playing since Warmind because enough new stuff was added where i feel like i can always kind of constantly be doing something and i am also a mostly solo player so when I'm running strikes, I'm running with randoms and stuff like that, which is not ideal, but it's just kind of how life is because I don't, you know, have two to five people at my beck and call to run activities with me at any given moment. So, but I'm I'm finding it it is still doable to play things solo, and I'm hunting for these new exotic catalysts, which are like superchargers for your exotic weapons, and I find that mechanic 
for the most part, really fun to try and find those and then try to unlock those. Um, I'm the power level grind for someone who doesn't raid a lot or do trials a lot is a lot slower. So that's something I've had to kind of come back to week after week to kind of like inch my players up, even though it's pointless because the power level max is going up to like 600 or something when Forsaken comes out. So this is all pointless, but I am looking forward to Forsaken. Um, for a lot of reasons, I'm, I'm hoping that maybe they got the story this right because there, there was a fan theory that, oh, you know, Destiny's going to kill Cade and Aldrin's going to kill Cade. And I'm like, ha, 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 like, that sounds ridiculous. Like, I would love for that to be true. I just don't trust Bungie to do anything that dramatic or drastic. And then sure enough, <laughs> that's literally the trailer for the game. And that is the storyline um, where they are, they're kind of advertising that up front and where it's kind of this Western revenge vibe, which I think is really cool. And I think it'll be less cool if our guardian is never talking <laughs> during this entire thing, but yeah. I think it's a good start. Um, and I'm also excited for Gambit, which is like this new sort of PVE VP activity, uh, which is that does sound cool. not like the division's dark zone, dark zone, which is like PVP VE, but it's something else. It's, and it's not like chasing battle Royale. It's just something kind of really different and unique that seems like it'll be, up my alley um i haven't gotten to play it live yet but it it looks really cool and i'm hoping that it's kind of as innovative as it seems like so i i don't know there is a good amount that i'm looking forward to there and i i just really i've liked the game a lot more in the past maybe month than i have really since launch and if they can keep building on that it, it really does kind of feel like a diablo 3 level turnaround if they can kind of fully reverse course there but I don't know. We'll see what happens. But. Yeah. Well, I mean, and then loadout, there's, there's, they're promising loadout changes and other things too. Yeah. Right? So then you can like slot pretty much any oh, weapon anywhere and you're really only constrained by ammo. Um, so you, there, you're going to be a lot able to make pretty nutso builds. So we'll, we'll see well, how that good. goes. Yeah. It, <laughs> it seems like kind of the best of destiny one and destiny two kind of mashed together. So hopefully that works well in practice. But I, I'd say one of the reasons I like it more is, is because, it finally seems that in, in some ways Destiny 2 is trying to do things that move beyond just returning to what Destiny 1 did um, with some of these these new grinds and uh, stuff like the Catalyst. And that is all, what I always wanted from the sequel. <laughs> and, I'm you know, it took, it took a while to get here, but I it's finally getting to a point where it, it seems like kind of the sequel that was promised rather than what it was at launch, which was very far from where it needed to be. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, I guess right at launch, it felt great because the campaign was fun and things seemed, seemed all right. And then it was when we got past that initial week or so that we started to notice all the, the chinks in the armor. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I have enjoyed, you know, getting back into it with Warmind. I just, so there's part of me that I just can't do the grind. It's just too much. It's too much time. It's too much effort, and I know that when the next expansion comes out, I will grind, I'll boost my power level up so fast that it, it won't even matter. Like right away, everything I have will be uh, irrelevant. All my all my gear will be irrelevant. Um, I mean, especially with a boost in power in, in power level that's that huge. Uh, well, I also I. I made sure to find this out but like at least the stuff you're grinding for now like you don't have to leave it behind like you can at least if you grind it for this masterwork exotic weapon or whatever you can infuse that up to whatever the new stuff's going to be so like the stuff you are getting now can still be useful 
and so like the the, the effort quote unquote you're putting in now isn't going to be like totally you know for, for nothing yeah well that's good but, yeah um and and when does that expansion come out uh september something early september okay. i can't remember exactly so maybe it's the, the first of the bunch the ninth yeah, it's it's the first one. It's getting out ahead of the pack, and I don't know what else is coming out exactly around that time. But Destiny usually gets in pretty early, so it doesn't usually bump up up against anything too major. What's the um the how is this bundled? Is this part of the season pass, or is this something you have to buy? No, this is, is a, there's a new, new season pass new now. Season pass. <laughs> yeah. The old season pass was the first two DLCs, and then now. Now there's like some new year two season pass where it's it's forsaken and then they're not doing they're doing something new. They're not doing like straight paid DLC, but they're also not doing like only these little holiday events. They're doing something that's sort of in the middle of the two of those where they won't be like full expansions with like cutscenes and everything, but it will be like somewhat substantive new content and like items and things to do. Hmm. So okay. that I don't that costs X amount of dollars. I don't know, like sixty bucks or something like that. It's either like sixty or eighty for like the, the whole year or something, which is not you know unheard of in this day and age. So, yeah. uh, but the problem is no one really knows exactly what's in these deals. Well, they're not even DLC. These little content packs yet. So pre-ordering does not seem like the greatest of ideas at this point until we kind of know what's in there. Yeah. Though you know, we may we might not know what's in there, really, in, in until it comes out. Like, I mean, yep. even, when For, even when Forsaken <laughs> comes out, we still may not know what's in these other this the rest of the year. You know, it's I bet we won't. Yeah, and of course, we won't know what's in Forsaken really until it's launched because it's an online game. There won't be any early reviews or anything like that. So it's all kind of. No, I will be waking up at like oh, three a.m. and <laughs> playing it the day of for my impressions. Piece. See, see, this is the kind of commitment I just don't have. Yep. Only, only for Fortnite will you wake up that early. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, but not not to play it. <laughs> yeah, just, just to write about uh, it. Just to write about it. Uh, although sometimes yeah, you got to do a little run through of whatever you're doing sometimes. But yeah, you, you know that's the other thing. I that's there are so many games now that that require so much commitment. I mean, you think about Fortnite, if you're buying the battle pass, which doesn't cost you, it's $10, right? No big deal. But you want to, you want to get all these challenges completed so you can get to tier 100 by the end of the season. And that takes a lot of time. Right. And a lot of play. Yeah. So like you have to pick, like I can't do both. So like, I'm not going to hit tier 100 in Fortnite. There's no friggin' way, but you know, I'm going to have max level destiny characters or whatever. So it's, it is a trade-off, and like even doing this literally for a living, there's just not enough time to fully commit to you know all of these games. Well, yeah, because you're not. Yeah, I mean, we write about games for a living, and we talk about them for a living. We don't play them for a living. That's that's like uh, if we're reviewing something, maybe. But once you, I mean, you've reviewed Destiny. Now you're just playing Destiny, and you're writing about it. And like, yeah, I write about it like every day. So yeah. technically. <laughs> It's just one ongoing review. Yeah, right. Well, and it needs that because games like Destiny need a, a sort of constant. Uh, I mean, they, they're constantly changing, so they need to be. People need to be updated on how they're changing. Yeah, and what works and what doesn't work uh, all the time. And mm-hmm. I like I liked the piece you wrote recently about um, if they should they should patch in Destiny One. Uh, <laughs> that was based on a conversation we, 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 we had a while ago. That, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's a great idea. It would, I think, it would really help with a lot of people, uh, people's enjoyment of the game. But it's never going to happen. 
I mean, yeah. I'd be really surprised. Although it'd be a great, it'd be a great part of their uh, release efforts to do that. Especially as they move into Destiny Three, they should seriously consider having everything from both the first games included, because then it would be a much, much better game uh, and a better bang for your buck. Just, yeah, there's more to do. It would like triple the strike playlist instantly, yeah. like just that alone. So I mean, yeah, I don't know. That's and, and, and raids and the, yeah, everything. Yeah, go off on that again, but um. Well, and then uh, real quick before we before we move on to these other games, we're going to have another little uh, a little word from our sponsors here. Um, yes, support for Overworld comes from our friends at Rocket Mort- Mortgage by Quicken Loans, the mortgage company that decided to ask why. Why can't clients get approved in minutes rather than weeks? Why can't they make adjustments to their rate and term in real time? And why can't there be a client focused technological mortgage revolution? Quicken Loans answered all these questions and more with Rocket Mortgage. Rocket Mortgage gives you the confidence you need when it comes to buying a home or refinancing your existing home loan. Rocket Mortgage is simple, allowing you to fully understand all the details and be confident you're getting the right mortgage for you. Whether you're looking to buy your first home or your 10th, 10th? With Rocket Mortgage, you get a transparent online process that gives you the confidence to make an informed decision. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Apply simply, understand fully, mortgage confidently. To get started, go to rocketmortgage.com slash Forbes. Equal housing lender, license in all 50 states, nmlsconsumeraccess.org number 3030. I think I'm supposed to say that last part a lot faster, but I can't oh, yeah, read that right? fast. Like the like fine in, print. Commercials. That's the best I can do. Anyway, Black Ops 4. Yeah, Black Ops 4. So this is an interesting game because, you know, it's the first... Call of Duty game to release without any kind of campaign. Now there are like short, I don't know. There, there, there are stories for the different operators in the game. They're like the classes you can pick, but I don't, we don't really know what they're going to look like necessarily yet. And I, w- I wouldn't put too much stock in them being much. Yeah. I'd say like what a couple spec ops missions, maybe yeah, or something just, like, <laughs> yeah, maybe some co-ops. I don't know. Um, but it's, that's a sideshow. The three pillars now of black ops are, the competitive multiplayer, the zombies, and the new blackout battle royale mode, which is we're still very short on details. Um, we're like weirdly short on detail. I feel like we should have gotten a lot more details about that already. But uh, yeah, like at E three something that would have been the time. <laughs> uh-huh. But because I mean, it's not that far off. October twelfth is no, like, it's only a couple months. Four, it's like three months. Really. So I, I don't know. I think this has the potential to be pretty massive i mean if there's anything that can shift focus away from fortnite it would be like a successful call of duty battle royale um i guess the only caveat being that call of duty is not free so by by default it's at a disadvantage that way but the game sells so well you know it's gonna have this massive player base regardless right. but if, if they can pull this off and if, if done like a really big cool map with like a neat mode and vehicles that aren't terrible like i I think yeah i think there's a lot of of potential here um for this being a a really true kind of battle royale competitor where all these like smaller sort of indie titles you know your realm royale and the short-lived uh what's radical heights and stuff are are not going to hit that level but if you know call of duty puts all its muscle into something like this eh, you know maybe yeah, you know what they should do is like a Lord of the Flies battle royale where you're a bunch of kids that like sharp sticks and, and yeah. sharp sticks. Yeah, <laughs> pig's blood. Um, 
Yeah, no, I think um, I have so many ideas for battle royale games. I don't know. They just, they just. It's, it seems like an endless genre. I, I, I agree with you. I think it could be really big. Certainly, um, although I'm disappointed that we're not getting a new uh, Black Ops campaign. I don't know. Like Black Ops 3's campaign was just so weird and out there. And from what we've heard from leaks and things like that, the the, the campaign for this one that was in the works was also really far out and kind of bizarre. So maybe it's for the best that there's no campaign. Um, I liked the first two Black Ops campaigns uh, quite a lot. Um, but, you know, this this is definitely something that will be played more and for longer than a campaign would. So now we have, you know, zombies, which they're releasing, what, like three different zombies maps right off the bat, like really different styles of zombies campaigns. So there's going to be that. And you can now play with AI companions rather than other people. So that gives people who want to play solo a really good option to play the zombies campaigns instead. Um, So that's nice. I like that Uh, because, again, I only ever play zombies with randoms and... It doesn't always work so well, so we'll see if the AI works well. But <laughs> right, right, yeah. I was playing um, Warhammer Vermintide Two, which is another co-op shooter, but like fantasy shooter. Mm-hmm. And I was playing. You can set up a private server and just play with AI. So I was doing that to kind of practice. And I got to this one point in the map where I went down to the next area, but you had to like go through this barn and like go up this little ramp and then jump over to the other area. Well, none of the AI could do that. So I get down to that area and I see the little outlines of my AI companions going up the ramp and falling back down to the bottom and going up the ramp and falling back down to the bottom <laughs> until I was killed by the huge horde of, of Skaven that, that consumed me. So that didn't work so well. Seems so we'll like an see. Yeah. 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 Um, but, uh, and then the, the, the multiplayer looks like it's getting tons of new changes to Call of Duty uh, Black Ops 4. In, in, I, I mean, I don't even know but where to begin. Again, not that many details still. Like, <laughs> Yeah, we've seen some some footage, and yeah. it really definitely looks different. But um, I mean, there's definitely sort of a you know, kind of like in Black Ops Three, there was a hero shooter element, but this looks even more pronounced. So that could either be cool or terrible. I just don't know yet. Yeah, that, that's that's like kind of the vibe I'm getting from Black Ops Four in general. It was like it seems like it could be poised to be like one of the Call of Duty games in like the last seven or eight years, or it seems like maybe this is the year that like everything yeah. kind of falls apart and like because like, it, it seems like production on this has been a little troubled if they really were working on a campaign and then like just couldn't finish and then just like made this battle royale mode and like they're making all these sweeping changes to multiplayer and like changes to zombies and like and that could all work out great but like it also seems like maybe it couldn't and maybe mm, it'll be yeah. bad but I, I don't want to assume the worst but it, it does seem like the potential is there for, for something like that to yeah happen. it's really hard to say i mean call of duty is in one of those awkward positions where they everyone's like call of duty should change it's never changing it's always the same and then they change it and people get mad and say why did you change these things that we love whoa, 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 whoa. like wait what do you want us to do <laughs> we didn't mean that uh, much <laughs> and and we've seen that you know with going to the futuristic stuff like this was an interesting reveal for black ops 4 because they talk about you know they 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 really sort of made it apparent that it was boots on the ground right but then they show us, you know, so there's no wall running, no double jumping. But then they show us these operators who have superpowers that let them grapple hook all around the map and do all these crazy things. And it's like, so what did you think people liked about boots on the ground in the first place? You know, it wasn't just it wasn't the fact 
Yeah, was with it the, the boots was it really attached just the double to the jumping that you think bothered people? Because it was actually the whole complete package of like, this is no longer a straightforward first person shooter. This is a first person shooter with all these crazy yeah. powers and, and movement. And it wasn't just the movement that I think bothered a lot of people. Certainly for me, going back to World War II was nice because we were just, it wasn't just because we had more gravity apply. It was, there was not all this. You know, there were all these crazy, um, you know, some of the, the, the um, kill streaks that you could call streaks. in. Uh, what is it? The the wraps ra- or whatever, those bouncing ball things. Oh, I hate those so yeah. much. I hate them so much. <laughs> and, and you know, it's just it takes away from that sort of, uh, I don't know. It, it, it feels like in older Call of Duties, it's a little bit more even playing field, even though when you're up against people who are really good, they get to call in more streaks and everything. At least nothing's too too crazy. But you get into these these futuristic games like Black Ops Three, and you have a lot more unevenness, and it can be kind of overwhelming. So I don't know that boots on the ground is really exactly what they think it is when they're when they're. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I'd be okay with with a bit more of a blend, like somewhere in between World War Two yeah. and like Black Ops Three. Um, it, I don't know about grappling hooks and stuff, but it, you know I'm okay with a certain amount of, of future tech in these, and I, you know I'm not opposed to even some of the jetpacking. It got a little extreme at, at a certain point, but I, you know I also think it can really work well in games like Titanfall, where like it's all about movement stuff. But yeah, that didn't really translate to Call of Duty as as well as it could have. So I don't know. I'm hoping they've come up with kind of a happy medium. But if they go like full hero shooter, like I don't, I don't know if that's the right path. That seems weird to me. But may, maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm overestimating. That's what they're doing. Again, it's hard to say. Uh, I mean, and we'll see when it comes out. Because yeah. we don't know. They haven't, they haven't <laughs> weirdly have not that yeah. in, much information. And I guess. But, and then we also don't have that much information about our last <laughs> game, Battlefield Five. <laughs> Uh, which has a battle royale mode that somehow we know even less about yeah. than Call of Duty's battle royale mode, uh, other than it exists, and that's that's all I got. I mean, I feel I feel like in the in the EA Play thing at E3 when they mentioned the battle royale mode, it was almost like they were embarrassed of it. Yeah, like, like, please clap. Battle royale mode, and it will be <laughs> real cool. Okay, now moving on. Uh, yeah, it's just. It's strange because it, it seems like with the, the the fervor around first PUBG and now Fortnite that these are things that they'd want to get out in front of as many people as possible. Well, I don't know why either of these companies didn't like play around of the mode. <laughs> like how long did that take? Like fifteen minutes? Like in these the hour and a half long done. shows? Like that seems like that would have the been. Those might not even be done for launch. Yeah, just just wait. It might not. I guess. I mean, I don't know. I mean, you could put a build out for E yeah. three, but. We'll see. I, I I am less excited about Battlefield Battle Royale because, like, I already know what huge team Battlefield right. feels like. <laughs> and I can imagine how that will translate into just being last man standing uh, with maybe a few tweaks. And that's fine. I don't know if that's particularly exciting. <laughs> I think it's more exciting for Call of Duty because that isn't a game that does big team yeah. matches usually. Like on that level, and they haven't done vehicles in a very long time, uh, so I, I'm more curious about that. But a battlefield World War II battle royale, like 
I, I feel like there's going to be very little that mode can do to really surprise me and like give me something that I wasn't yeah I mean fully expecting. The appeal of Battlefield it. is really that that large scale battle already, and uh, yeah, you're playing in teams rather than solo. But uh, I mean, I guess on the one hand, they have the scale there, so it might it might actually work better than a Call of Duty, which is really designed around small maps. Um, because like well, I, it has to. I have to imagine the player count will be higher than whatever Call of Duty comes yeah. up with, um, just by like on its face. But and you will, you know they're gonna have like squads royale too, and that's like practically how Battlefield is already. Like you spot on your your mm-hmm. four man squad, and like you hang out with your squad and like get bonuses and stuff. Like it's it just seems like it'll be very very similar to what we have now, other than the kind of elimination yeah. aspect of it, which is fine, I guess, and that could still be fun. It's just. It, it seems a little less mysterious, even if they've said pretty much nothing about Battlefield it. is really emphasizing squad play this year. That's an, that's one of the interesting takeaways from that presentation for me, or, or really from, from what I read about it afterwards. But they're really emphasizing squads like you spawn, like you, like in one of the modes, it's like a progressive mode. You know, you, you have to con- you have to beat certain areas and then the, the moves, kind of like war mode in Call of Duty World War II, but on a grander scale. Yeah. If you choose to spawn on your squad, you, you continue where you are in that progression. But if you squ- if you spawn off your squad, you start over at the beginning. So there's lots of, that's kind of an interesting um, new, I, I feel like maybe there'll be some cool things there. Battlefield Five though is confusing because the tone is all like, remember how like wacky and bombastic that original trailer was? And then how like, gritty and dark the e3 presentation was like they don't know what yeah i got like none of that at <laughs> e3 and it really looked like a totally different game and so like part of me wonders if that was just the trailer cutting and like the real game is not really like that at all um which would be kind of a weird turn but because i was kind of looking forward to that like this kind of like wacky tarantino yeah uh-huh. take on you know world war ii but maybe that's not what's happening like i it, Again, that is very unclear, and like all the marketing is is only confused the issue. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know where the game itself is going to land, and like I don't know, we might not really know till the betas start coming out for these games. Oh, yeah, the betas but... are where we're going to really start to figure out what these are all about. Um, except for Destiny Two, which obviously won't have a, a beta for the expansion. I, I don't think, right? Maybe a little bit Gambit beta. That, that they might. Cool, I, don't I would know. like to give that a That'd shot. Be a good idea. Be honestly, good idea. I think that could get people excited. Yeah, I think that would be a good use of their time but i mean we'll see if that actually happens i don't know if they can just <laughs> do that but yeah. we'll see um you know what's interesting as we talk about these games is that destiny 2 is a obviously a space opera fantasy sci-fi you know uh call of duty is again a futuristic setting it's like not as far future as some of these other ones but it's Definitely military sci-fi <laughs> and then battlefield 5 is another historical shooter and i'm trying to think when was the last time any of these released a modern warfare type shooter like modern military shooter that's the next that's the next yeah. resurgence we just did the the world war ii resurgence or like world war one world war ii and now in like two years there'll be another modern warfare yeah it's been a while of like though. hey remember iraq <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like um which which um, it'll, it'll i'm gonna seg, like use this as a seg to um an, a, a much smaller game that a lot of people probably haven't heard of from new world interactive which is insurgency uh sandstorm have you played the insurgent the original insurgency or um any of their games okay Nope, okay. Insurgency well, Sandstorm so. <laughs> is a modern military shooter, competitive shooter that's coming out this year, and it's like a hardcore PC game. Like, uh, the, if you've ever played the original Insurgency, is 
like a very very difficult multiplayer game you 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 get the time to kill is super 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 fast um so that's you know if people are looking for a military shooter that isn't futuristic or historical that doesn't have like crazy superpowers or kill streaks or anything like that check out that game because i'm looking that's that's one that i what that does that out, come out? well it says september 2018 so really soon um and yeah, you can okay. get right now on the steam sale uh you can get the original insurgency for like like a buck 50 or something super cheap and they have a, a world war ii one also um which is oh, what is it? it's it's not day of not day of defeat but it sounds like that um anyways new world interactive you just look it up um but they're, they're cool games because they're, they are more hardcore. They are more old school. But, um, you know, there's not I – was, I was thinking about this the other day. There's just not anything in the way of, like, a, a modern military shooter. And, and it's, it's weird. Like, that, those are pretty popular, you know? Like, the modern warfare games were very popular. Black Ops – the original couple Black Ops games were very, very popular. They sold very, very well. And it's interesting that these companies have gotten away from that so drastically – it's just a cycle. I mean, I think they did like three or four years of those and then they just sort of ran out of yeah. stuff <laughs> and then they're like, ah, oh, let's just keep pushing to the future. Years and years. and <laughs> then because, you know, like Halo was kind of fading and so everyone just kind of went to the future for a little bit. And then now it's like, oh, no, too many future games. So they did four or five years of that. And now we're doing, you know, and going back to the past for some of these series. And then I don't know where we are for Black Ops 3, sort of the future, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> But um, Call of Duty is weird because they can alternate between three yeah. different things. And, like, I think it would kind of behoove them to a certain extent to, like, have maybe kind of a past, present, future yeah. rotation uh, to, a, to a certain extent, which they really haven't done. They just had everyone do future games for, like, five yeah. years in a row, <laughs> which kind of got very stale. Um, so, I, I mean, they could be doing that now. I mean, we don't know what next year's Call of Duty will be. For the millionth time, I will say <laughs> that a Call of Duty shooter set in modern day that's just a pure zombies game where the campaign's about zombies, there's zombies battle royale mode, and the zombies zombies mode, zombies, zombies. that could be your modern zombies, day game. Zombies. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> zombies 2 <laughs> So if I was making a modern day game with modern weapons, yeah, that would be I it. That'd be cool. No one will listen I want to me. A Call of Duty. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to write another article about this because no yeah, one will keep listen, on but. pestering them. Ask for interviews with the developers yeah. and be like, hey, so why haven't you made this game yet? <laughs> uh, I, I also think that they could go a little wacky with stuff and do like a steampunk Call of Duty. They, they've got all this. They've got well, I mean, that might be too crazy for people, but like they could do more interesting things than what they've done. <clears throat> Like another like I liked World War Two, but I mean, come on! Like it, not only was it World War Two, but it was the uh, Western Front, like stormed the beaches of Normandy. Like we've done this a thousand times before, you know. There are, but have you done it in four K, <laughs> sixty frames per second on you know, HDR? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, nobody, nobody really cares about those things. What what people care about is good gameplay and. And then yeah. that's why I like Call of Duty because I like the shooting mechanics a lot. So uh, check. Yeah. So those are like the the check out check the out uh, what's Sandstorm. Check out a trailer for that. Yeah. Um, okay. It's it's they used they made the first games uh, in um, in uh, Valve's engine uh, uh, source, and then I think this one is being made in Unreal, if I recall correctly. I think okay. It's been a while since I've actually checked out. I, I've written about it before, but it's been a while. But it looks great. Yeah, it really looks good. Um, and 
And so, you know, listeners, check that out. It's a small studio. It's a much smaller uh, thing. But I think for people who maybe are a little tired of what you've been getting from the bigger games, maybe this will provide some some fun. Uh, and nice. and for less money, you know, it's I think it's thirty bucks, and yeah, so nice, yeah. So those were just like three shooters, and like we didn't talk about Fallout seventy six or Red Dead. Obviously, those are like more quote adventure games, I guess. Yeah. So maybe we'll, we'll get to those at a different time know. once I ever figure out what Fallout seventy six <laughs> actually whatever is. Whatever that is, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it might not be the launch day at this rate. <laughs> yeah, um, I literally read another article today that was like. Bethesda says, like, people don't understand what Fallout 76 really is. And then it's, like, some nonsense quote from Pete Hines that, like, does not explain it at all. <laughs> Damn, boys. <laughs> good, yes. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. All right. Well, uh, we'll be back next Thursday. Thanks for listening. See ya. That's it for this episode of Overworld. Thanks for listening. If you want to get in touch with us, find me on Twitter at Eric Kane. You can find me on Twitter at Paul Tassi. Also, please download the show on iTunes and podcastone.com. And if you could, please leave a rating and review. It would really help the show out a lot. Have you heard about Moo Money? Moo Money? Moo Money is a rewards program that lets you earn cash every time you buy real milk. I use mine to buy movie tickets. Movie. Uh, yeah, I see what you did there. Yeah. It was a musical. Uh-huh. Anyway, just head to MooMoney.com to start earning moolah. Got it, moolah. Hurry, or everything I told you will be moot. Oh, please, no more moos. Someone's a little moody. Open to legal residents of the state of California, 18 years of age or older. Visit MooMoney.com for official rules, terms, and conditions. At the border. I'm Ed Donahue with an AP News Minute. At the roundtable discussion today in San Antonio, Texas, President Trump heard something he said he never heard before about life along the border. Many people are dying, and the danger of living here, unless you know exactly what you're doing, is tremendous. This is Texas Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick. Where are the people in Washington to stand up for these children, these women, these senior citizens? Where are they? Bring them down. Mr. President, let the Democrats come down to Brooks County. Let them come to any of these ranches. Let them see these bodies. Let them see the skeletons. We have the photographs. Attorney General William Barr says he thinks spying did occur on Donald Trump's presidential campaign, suggesting the origins of the Russia investigation may have been mishandled. Scientists released the first image ever made of a black hole, revealing a fiery ring of gravity-twisted light swirling around the edge of the abyss. One scientist said science fiction has become science fact. I'm Ed Donahue.